Good morning, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. Today is the 4th of October, 2020. It is the 18th Sunday of the Pentecost, and it is our Confirmation Sunday. Our scripture readings for from the Holy Scriptures today comes from the book of Exodus, chapter 3, verses 1 to 7, and also from the Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 4, verses 18 to verse 22. Our focus verses for today's family worship service is verse 10 from the book of Exodus, chapter 3. The verse reads as follows. So now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. And then also from the Gospel according to St. Matthew chapter 4 verse 19. Verse 19 reads, Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. Come, let us join together in prayer. Eternal God, loving Father and loving Mother, in the reading of the Holy Scriptures today, may your word be heard. In the meditation of our hearts, may your word be known. And in the faithfulness of our lives, may your word be shown. Lord, may the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight, my rock and my redeemer. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour, to him with you and the Holy Spirit, one blessed God, be glory and unending praise. Amen. And so, sisters and brothers in Jesus Christ, our text for today is Exodus chapter 3, verses 7 to 11, and verse 10 is our focus verse. Our gospel reading for today's family worship service is the gospel according to St. Matthew chapter 4, verses 18 to verse 22. Verse 19 is our focus verse. The theme of our family worship service this morning is what shall I do for God? What shall I do for God? And so, sisters and brothers in Jesus Christ, the life that Jesus offered you and me is a life of fulfillment in every sense of the word. As we open ourselves to the influence of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit fills us with strength and purpose so that our lives take on a new meaning. In the strength of the Holy Spirit, we will be able to cope under the most trying conditions and difficulties which will appear to us so insurmountable. We will always overcome and we will always be victorious as we respond to the new life that Jesus Christ has to offer us. One of the things that happen to us when we grab hold of the new life that Jesus Christ has to offer us is that we become a new creation. We become a new creation that is shaped. We become a new creation that is formed by the Holy Spirit's work within us. The Holy Spirit will shape us. The Holy Spirit form and mold us as we begin to live purposefully with a newfound sense of confidence and assurance. 
we discover the reason for our existence. We, dis we discover the reason for our being on earth. And our lives is, and our lives become one act of praise. And we love to glorify our Creator, our Savior, and our friend. Then it is no longer how we live that counts. Then it is no longer how long we live that counts, but how we live. No longer does it matter how long our lifespan is, but how I have donated my life to make a difference in the community, in the country, and in the world. And therefore there is no reason for us to live lacklustre lives without any apparent meaning or any apparent purpose. When we know what we need to do for God, our days will never be empty, and it seems and it seems to be empty. We will not carry a feeling inside of us that we have achieved little or nothing of any worth in life. The question, what must I do with my life, will not even exist. When we know what we should do for God, it is Christ through the Holy Spirit who transforms our lives from an ordinary existence into an exhilarating experience. And in this transformative process, God always keeps company with us. God will always keep close to us and remain true to God's promise. I will be with you. Moses' empty days were filled as his life take on a new meaning. An inescapable challenge God placed before Moses. So now... Go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. God wanted Moses to make the most of his life. God called him and God remained in conversation with him. God began to stir in the depth of his soul. God challenged Moses to respond to God's challenge and to answer God. A neatly packaged assignment or task God placed before Moses for him to consider. God knew in Moses light some hidden treasure and leadership abilities and skills that none can match at the time. And that once that locked up potential is released, it will bring real fulfillment to Moses' life. Moses will be doing what he has and what he was created for. And so God said to Moses, I've seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I've heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I'm concerned about their suffering. Verse chapter 7 of Exodus chapter 3. Now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people out of Egypt. Verse 11 of Exodus chapter 3. 
challenged by God to be in the business of people liberation, Moses had no option as to respond to the call that God placed upon him. His lazy days of tending sheep is gone. God is the source and God is the origin of our calls. God has seen the power of evil at work in Egypt. God had seen the oppressive system at work in Egypt. And God had seen how the political and military power was a colossal abuse of power over the minds and the bodies and the hearts of the people. God knew that this process of liberation of people will be an almighty struggle, but God's aim was victory over the powers of evil, the spiritual forces of evil, and the powers of the dark. God places the responsibility of people liberation squarely on the shoulders of Moses because the Israelites needed to take responsibility for their own future. The challenge that God placed before Moses will therefore connect him, Moses, with the pain of the people will connect Moses with the suffering of the people and it will respond to their real and their deepest needs because this is what God does when God responds to us he responds to our deepest needs responding to the challenge Moses will become an instrument in God's hands effective and precise Jesus was walking on the shores of the Sea of Galilee and he called out to Peter and Andrew and James and John to follow him. Come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Verse 19 of the Gospel of St. Matthew chapter 4. Again, a neatly packaged assignment, a neatly packaged challenge that Jesus placed before this fisherman. First, Christ called them into community to follow him. And then Christ called them into ministry. I will make you fishers of men. To be in community with Christ precedes their commissioning. Not only is Moses, Andrew, Peter, James and John called to do something beautiful for God. But we are also called to do our act of love and to deliver our message. The problem today is that many people, and many young people in particular, know that they have and that they need to do something special for God. But the problem is that many people are unable to discern and they are unable to put their finger on exactly what it is that they need to do for God. They know that God has a ministry for them in the church, that God has a mission for them in the community, in the country and the world, but they don't know what it really is. But each of us has something beautiful to do for God. 
each one of us has a special message to deliver for God. But many times we sit on the sidelines as spectators and the body of Christ began to suffer and it seems like evil began to triumph in the world. When it seems to us like evil triumphs in the world or in our community, then it is a clear sign that we are not doing what we were created for. It is an indication that we are sitting on the sidelines with the hope that one day God will intervene in our lives, that one day God will intervene in our communities, or that one day God will intervene in our country and in the world. If we ever consider that we have something beautiful to do for God, in Jesus God calls out to us to respond to the challenges of our time. But unfortunately, when some of us respond to the challenges of our time, it is to promote ourselves. It is to serve ourselves. And so, respond to get, we respond to get others to like us. We respond to the challenge that God places in our lives so that others can admire us or simply to achieve our own goals. We are only thinking about ourselves. There is therefore a need for us to understand the source and the origin of our calls. There is a need for us to understand the content of the challenge as we consider an, an appropriate response to the challenge that God places before us. We need to realize that our calls is not for our own sake alone. Our calls point us towards our neighbor. Our call connects us with the pain and the suffering in the world. Our calls helps us to meet the needs of human beings. Our calls inspire strength in moments of weakness. Our calls always shed light in the dark spaces of the world. Our calls always makes us carriers of hope in moments of despair. And it creates faith in doubting hearts and in doubting minds. It is so easy to see a neatly packaged call when we look at people like Chief Albert Lutuli, who was a deacon and a member of our church, whom God had called to be involved in people liberation. And so no wonder his name is standing tall as Chief Albert Lutuli House, named as named as the true as the headquarters of the governing party. It is the very Albert Lutuli, Moses, and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who challenges us today to rise up and to lead this country out of its state of corruption, money laundering, fraudulent activities, economic oppression, landlessness of black, colored, and Indian people, and lead us into freedom. And it all starts with you, and it all starts with me. 
It starts with our intimate relationship with God. It starts with our ever-deepening friendship with God through Jesus Christ our Lord. It starts with learning to care about other people. It starts with our own ability to discern the burning bushes across our path. It starts with being in sync with the promptings of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And it starts with responding to the voice of God and to act upon what we have discovered in the content of our conversations with God. But if you really don't know where to start, where to start with responding to the call that God placed upon our lives, then start at your local church and get involved in the ministries of the local church. Those ministries that are visible and not so visible but valuable. Every ministry in the local church matters. We don't need to be a minister, we don't need to be a pastor, we don't need to be a priest, we don't need to be a full-time church worker, we don't need to be a missionary to do ministry. We simply need to make ourselves available to serve. And then, ask God to help you to discern the burning bushes in your career path. And ask God to help you to discern the burning bushes in your job. So that you are able to respond to the challenges that God placed upon your shoulders in your context. I want to end off with... I once walked into an ICU ward and there was my friend lying in bed. I walked over to her and something I would never do, I have done on that day. Instantaneously, I stretched out my hand, I touched her sh shoulder and said to her, wake up. In a moment, she opened her eyes, looked at me recognized me and began talking to me. The doctor and the ICU ward nurse rushed over to a bedside and began to speak to me with great excitement. She had just woken up, they said. We were so concerned about her health condition. She was in a coma and her life was just slipping away from her they began to relate the story to me. And look, she's awake. I was astonished at the narrative as they shared her narrative with me. When I think about that narrative, I always shake my head in disbelief and said, God, your deeds are truly praiseworthy. And so, sisters and brothers in Jesus Christ, we all have something beautiful to do for God. What are you doing for God? That God will offer you a life. And that God will offer you a life of fulfillment in every sense of the word. A life that will help you to become a new creation. A life that will help you to live purposefully with a newfound sense of confidence and assurance. What are you going to do 
for God. You have something beautiful to do for God. Glory be to God the Father and our Mother. Glory be to Jesus Christ, God's Son. Glory be to the Holy Spirit, our Upholder and our Guide. Amen. Let us join together in prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, we surrender our lives to you today that we may be transformed into a new creation. Amen. As we go out into the world from here, may we take with you the assurance that God has sent you to change the world in which you live. Secure in the example set by the Lord Jesus Christ as he walked and talked to people who responded and others who did not. And encouraged by the presence of the Holy Spirit who has equipped you in all things needed, that you may confidently witness to the love of God to everyone you meet on the road. Go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.